0: I have been complaining about having to go back to the office after over a year of being able to work from home and a year and a half doing hybrid work and you know what i I've had my suspicions I've had my suspicions and this video kind of like kind of helped confirm some bit, some suspicions. <phone rings> I want to say thank you to all of my Patreon supporters who help support the channel. Also, I want to say thank you to my Twitch subscribers. Help the channel out by donating and go to patreon.com. Thank you. So what I ended up doing is this. I've came up with three reasons why I think that a lot of motherfucking jobs are requiring the people to come back to the office. One of which, one of which is the whole object permanence thing that employers don't trust their employees. That's why you see the rise of monitoring software. You see like a lot of people actually be like, well, you know, you need to make sure that you're not doing two or three jobs. They don't trust their employees. And to that, I say, if you don't trust your employees, fire them and get new employees. That's just that simple. You don't trust your employees. So you don't trust your employees Fire them and get new employees. And then, and then my second reason is, A lot of these motherfucking people in leadership, corporate people, you know, executives, well, they have a, what, you know, I've made a video about bullshit jobs. If you see a lot of people around you, then it it must be important. And then third, another reason, a third reason why I just think that a lot of people uh, wanted to go into the office is because, hey, guess what? There's a retail or excuse me, a commercial real estate crash. That's right around the corner and a lot of places are going to get fucked. But, but I saw this video. that kind of confirmed confirmation bias and actually brought out some new things for me. So let's watch this video. Um, it's by, um, a, a channel called how money works and it's actually pretty decent. I've watched a few of their videos in the past and I thought, you know, why not watch this video? Um, Let's, um, let's take a look at that video. Let's go.
1: According to study after study, working from home leads to more efficient workers, less staff turnover, higher quality work, and it's cheaper for the business and its workers. So why the f- do so many companies want people back into the office?
0: And this is where I was like, OK, let's see if they have some new ideas. Let's go.
1: The days of working from home are fading for more employees, now being called back to the office. Before COVID-19, high-tech companies were already experimenting with the advantages of remote work. A peer-reviewed report from an unidentified NASDAQ-listed company ran a...
0: Mm, Interesting, interesting, interesting. Let's go. Let's read this study right quick. About 10% of U.S. employees now regularly work from home, but there are concerns this can lead to shrinking from home this the the ah, the report or results of the the report from the results of the work from home experiment at ctip of 1600 employees nascar listed chinese travel agencies call center employees who volunteer to work from home were randomly assigned to work from home or the office for nine months home home working led to 13% 13% performance increase of which 9% was working from home minute shift uh, per shift, fewer breaks in six days, and 4% from more calls per minute attributed to a quieter work environment. Home workers also improved work satisfaction, and I think they're just going to read this study. <laughs> but I, I actually read it ahead of time, but let's go.
1: A trial where half of their call center workforce was randomly selected to work from home and the other half would remain in the office.
0: Okay. Do, um. Yeah, let's go.
1: The group given the opportunity to work from home had higher customer satisfaction. Took yeah. Th-
0: he he's just saying it. Yeah, let's go.
1: Thirteen percent more calls and suffered fifty percent less staff attrition, which is a big issue for call centers, which typically struggle with high staff turnover. A follow-up study done on workers. So, not only do they have to not worry
0: about replacing staff, but you have staff that's more efficient. You have staff that's actually like, fuck, I can deal with this job because I'm surrounded by more comfortable shit. But let's go.
1: Workers in a wider selection of roles, including finance, marketing and software development had similar results. They compared staff working full time from the office with staff working hybrid schedules from home and the office. That study found that hybrid workers were 8% more efficient at their jobs and had turnover rates 35% lower than staff working in the office full time.
0: So they actually did the spectrum. At home fully, 50% more uh, or less attrition. Hybrid, 35% less more attrition. You would think the money that they save would not have to train people. It would be great, but let's
1: go. If businesses want to get the most out of their workers, the results are clear. More work from home is more better. Working from home
0: yeah he he said more better i know i know i know i know i know but we're okay we're gonna just keep going
1: is also cheaper for the business companies that want all of their workers in the office will pay more for utilities like electricity maintenance security and internet that workers would happily provide themselves if they were allowed to work from home it's rare that companies turn down better results for less money but in this case there are four reasons that more are demanding their staff come back into the office control control control
0: i'm sorry did i say something control all right let's go
1: this the first reason is that a lot of companies are not doing so well right now interest rates are high investors are not throwing money around like they were in 2020 and companies need to make cuts the easiest and largest ongoing expense for most companies are their employees if a business is getting less work than usual laying off staff is a prudent business decision if a business can
0: okay so yeah um Yeah, we know it's the thing that you said we know we know we know you Vegeta w- was right Um, Let's go
1: cut expenses at the same rate as lost revenue then it may be able to maintain profits to keep the share
0: This whole scene right here Man fuck this guy. I don't even know what he's he's talking about but man fuck this guy Fuck this guy. I'm sorry. I I know it's just like a clip. But yeah, fuck this guy. Let's go.
1: ...holders happy. If a business is making less revenue, then it also means there's less work to do, so it just won't need as many staff. The problem is that laying off staff signals to the market that the company is struggling, which can affect the share price, make it harder to generate new business, and make it harder to hire new staff in the future. Nobody wants to work for a company that lays off a lot of people on a whim, and customers...
0: Okay, so it cost the, it cost the company more more um, cost the company more money to have these people come into the office and yeah yeah laying off people looks bad so what well, well you know yeah you
1: know, okay all right let's go customers don't want to work with a company that looks like it might go out of business what companies really need is a way to get rid of staff without formally laying them off business leaders have already seen the study
0: we know that it won't be perfect at first, but the office experience will steadily improve over the coming months and years as our real estate faci- our, our real estate and facility team smooth out the wrinkles. Yeah, you're
1: hearing this correct. And wait, wait for it. And they know that forcing people to work from the office leads to higher staff turnover, which in this case is exactly what they want. Uh, But at some point, you've got to make a decision to say, look, this is our policy. You have to return to work and be okay with the idea that some employees may say, well, if that's the case, I just can't work for this company anymore.
0: Here, come closer. No, 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 no. Even closer. I was in a town meeting this Tuesday morning. The Tuesday just passed. And I heard that bullshit from somebody who is director of the call centers that I work for. They literally told somebody who acts about working from home. Well, if this is, you know, if your work-life balance requires you to work from home, then maybe insert the name of my job, isn't the best place for you. And maybe we could help you get, uh, find a new job. Yes, a director of the call centers told a call center employee that. Over a recorded meeting. They're just blatant with the shit now.
1: Investment banks like J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs, which have seen declining revenue from less corporate deal activity, are forcing all of their staff to return to the office full time. I'm not even going to say anything. Their official communication stressed the importance of face-to-face interactions with clients and coworkers. Senior investment bankers from both firms who love to talk about how much. Okay, Charter they worked when they were in.
0: Not the fun Stephen King. Not the fun Stephen King.
1: Analysts accidentally said the quiet part out loud when journalists contacted them about their firm's decision to bring everybody back. A senior manager at Goldman declared to the Financial Times that Goldman does not want to hire people for whom the most important thing is how many days they have to spend in the office.
0: In other words, back to the mines, you fucking slaves. Back to the mines.
1: At the moment, this plan could backfire for businesses. Unemployment is still low, and it's easy for high-performing employees to find a new job. So managers using this tactic need to be careful or they will be left with nothing but their worst employees. An easy- Hey,
0: you want to sell? <laughs> it's like what Florida told, um, migrants, we're going to make the law so you can self-deport. Oh, motherfucker! Okay, cool. you going to, we're going to self-deport out of your motherfucking state. And, um, you ain't going to have nobody to pick your fucking fruit and tomatoes. I guess tomatoes are fruits. You know what the fuck I mean? Ask South Carolina, how it turned out when they did that bullshit. Ask Georgia when they did that bullshit. Florida, keep fucking around, and you're in the find-out stage. I'm sorry. Exactly. And these companies are starting to be in the find-out stage. Shit, my company about to be in the find-out stage.
1: easy way to get rid of staff without the bad publicity is just the first reason. So it's time to learn how money works to find out why you- Oh, Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. I am, <laughs> Come
0: back, come back, come back. Like, literally... They were gleeful that when people started returning from home, um, when they started making people return from home, they were gleeful that, um, yeah, um, 25 people left since we've had the start of the work from home. So we need to, you know, have technology that doesn't work to, um, pick up the gaps. And the funny part about it is when it was asked about, are y'all looking to downsize even more? No, we we're just trying to do more client care. With a few amount of people. Oh yeah, they're about to fuck themselves.
1: You are going to be forced back into the office even if it makes no business sense. This week's lesson was sponsored by Blinkist. Blinkist is a handy app that simplifies the key idea of this concept that I decided to read more about it. It's from books like Blinkist. Blinkist has a ton of description like going to Blinkist. To keep real estate that is becoming useless. Everyone's saying, you got to come back to the office. Oh, Josh
0: Fluke. Oh, I love his videos. I watch his videos. When I first started watching him, I thought he was just some tech bro. They're just like, yeah, no, fuck, like, yeah. No, like, if you haven't done so, watch Josh um, Josh Fluke, um, Joshua Fluke. Um, search for his channel. It's fucking awesome. And, um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. But let's go.
1: Now, it's just like, it's all just giant propaganda to keep the real estate, commercial real estate market up. The value of office buildings has slumped as people shift to working from home, which is a problem for the companies that have risk exposure to that.
0: So reason number two, remember the reason number three that I gave? Reason number two, because commercial real estate's market
1: market. Around 30% of major public companies in America own the office building they are headquartered in. This real estate represents a major asset on the balance sheet for those companies. Apple Park in Cupertino costs $5 billion to construct, which is a major investment even for a company like Apple.
0: You spent $5 billion that on, on what? Making... You know, and I, I guess this was the... Um, of course, this was the movie that the circle was in. Why would you do shit like that? I... All right, let's go.
1: Cool. Investors pay close attention to how efficiently companies utilize their assets. A big building that is sitting empty is not doing anything to return money to shareholders, so there is pressure on company leadership to sell these assets. The problem is company executives trying to sell an office building in today's market would likely take a significant loss on the estimated value listed on the balance sheet.
0: So wait, 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 wait. Not only are they fucking cutting motherfucking jobs so they can get more profit, they're actually making you come to worse working conditions so they can get more profit all right let's go
1: this loss would be considered a bad look for the CEO when it's time for the board to decide their bonus instead of selling an asset that's not being used and realizing the loss a better play for the CEO is to make sure the asset is being used if an office is full then company leadership can justify the capital tied up in a building as it offsets the rent they would have to pay if they didn't own the building
0: yes you coming and working more miserably is so your ceo can get a bonus at the end of his review period
1: Fuck. most major companies do rent their offices but that can actually put even more pressure on company leadership to get people back in the office The average rental term for office space is much longer than the average rental term for a residential home. Office spaces require fit-outs to make them ready for the companies that will be occupying them. Office space is often rented as nothing more than an empty concrete shell, and the landlord and tenant will negotiate how the office will be built out to fit the needs of the company. The typical cost to fit out a high-rise office after the core of the building has been constructed is between $250 and $500 per square foot. Like, the retail bar... The, 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 the
0: real estate market is so fucked right now. It's so fucked right now. Oh my God. Okay. Let's go.
1: If managers want their offices to look like the one in suits, it will cost even more. Usually, the building owner pays for the fit-out, so they want to ensure their corporate tenant is going to pay rent for a long time, which is why office leases last much longer than residential leases. Companies that still have their leases from before COVID will be paying money every month for something they are not using, but can't get out of. A lot of company managers have decided if they are paying for it, they might as well use it.
0: It, Yeah, because it's a flex. Oh god, fuck, I hate these people.
1: Because the cost benefit of working from home disappears if the company is still paying for an office, according to a 2022 office space report on 247 companies conducted by Robin Howard, found that only 11% of companies were fully utilizing their office space. 46% of the companies surveyed were using less than half of their available office space. And a- so
0: even before the job that I have now, I knew of my previous company. They were, um, they had started downsizing their office because businesses are always looking to cut corners and maximize profit, and it fucks us all over. But let, let's go.
1: Another 46% of companies surveyed said that they plan to reduce office space within the next year, but that is difficult with long-term leases. One of the only options left to a lot of companies is to default on their leases to open negotiation with the building's owner. Some perfectly healthy companies have started to do this to try and get rid of a major ongoing expense. Banks are another group with significant exposure to office buildings. 3.8% of Wells Fargo loans are secured against commercial office space. Oh, do you have your money in Chase or Bank of
0: America? Guess what if it's a retail, if there is a real estate commercial real estate crash, guess what's gonna happen to your money? Fuck.
1: This represents $37 billion in loans or roughly a quarter of the company's market cap. Banks are under pressure to make sure that offices remain the standard working environment or they will need to do significant write downs if defaults continue. The third reason that companies are pushing people to come back to the office is because the power that an office can give managers, and a lot of that has to do with employers starting to pull back.
0: Um, it go and it kind of goes to my first point about well. They don't think you're doing work and they need to motherfucking control you. But let's let's hear what the, their explanation was going to say. I'm uh, starting to say, we are still hiring, but we want you on site. We want you in
1: place. Some managers don't actually have that much to do besides stand over their subordinates and look important. It's easy to fill a day with... Re-
0: yes, he just said the quiet part out loud. Some managers just want to look important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've like my current supervisor great um but some of the shit that they have them do is busy work and even with other managers and shit that i've seen in a lot of calls in a space a lot of it's just busy work or who can we pick off of the people off of your team to make them seem like they're redundant or they don't want to be here anymore but let's go
1: redundant tasks and micromanagement in an office but it's harder to do it online Senior managers at companies making the decision to bring people back to the office are also going to be more comfortable with work in person than work done online. The old soft skills of business like a firm handshake and small talk with colleagues are less relevant online.
0: Yes, because we're not. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I let me kind of clean this up. I apologize. I was going to say working in a company, you're like family. You're not like family. But actually, in a twisted sense of way, you are like family. I didn't choose those motherfuckers and I don't want to be around them either. You know these companies that talk about oh, we're like family here. Oh, we're like family. No, 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 no. <laughs> fuck. Because my family duck knows to leave me the fuck alone when y'all when shit is bothering me. But let's continue.
1: Senior managers in the penultimate years of their career have spent most of their lives learning how important these skills are, and for many of them, it's how they got to their Why are they showing all the people with, like, super gray hair? ...level to begin with. Straight-laced, old-school business managers are being... Con- <laughs> One,
0: two, fucking three. Uh, all right. Fuck! I can just make fun of them, but I can't. I don't want to.
1: All right, let's go front with a new work culture of online team meetings set in by someone in their bathrobe and a coworker's cat professional office culture is something that managers use as a powerful tool for extracting the most out of their subordinates,
0: or they think is a tool. But most of the time, they just resent you. Let's go.
1: People stay late at the office to get extra work done, in large part because they know sitting at their desk in the dark hours after everybody else has left is a good look and demonstrates to their superiors that they are willing to make sacrifices for their career. If on the other hand, you are someone that works from home, you won't get nearly the same recognition for working on something after hours, because you are sitting around at home in either case anyway.
0: It's the whole, you're not doing work because I don't see it.
1: A large motivator for upward career advancement in the past has been the perks that come with senior management in a corporate role. If you come into work every day and sit down at a shared desk in an open plan office that has no privacy where you sit shoulder to shoulder with noisy colleagues, you would be willing to work extra hard for a promotion if the job gave you your own office with walls and enough room to stretch out without annoying your neighbors. According to studies by... So yeah, fuck my, fuck my
0: co-worker, I need me an office because reason. And you know what it's sad because I work in a call center and I see this shit. Most of the people, most of the like people that are just on the phones, they don't even have a, a, a actual cubicle to themselves. It's that you sit right next to somebody. The office is fucking loud. The people can hear in the background. You go, you got to be quiet when you're walking around. And then the supervisors, well, they have, you know, you know, three walls, but they still like They still, like, just right there. And then the managers, they they actually get a door that can
1: close. McKinsey, the Incentive Research Foundation, and Princeton, non-cash incentives have more of an impact on long-term work motivation than cash incentives. So even though we all say that we would just prefer the extra money, the science says we wouldn't. The research has presented four reasons why. The first reason is that non-cash incentives are easier to see. So yes, suck my dick, I have a corner office. Every day you go into work, you will see an executive's private parking spot, their large office, and their personal assistant that fetches them coffee. If a company just paid that executive more money instead of offering them visible workplace perks, you would never see their big house or retirement savings. So So they're doing it to feed your jealousy.
0: They're doing it to feed your ego. Your envy, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You work hard, you may someday be like the other person who basically
1: metaphorically suck penis to get where they're at. And I'm saying metaphorically. So you would be less career motivated. The second reason is that non-cash incentives are easier to talk about. If you get given your own corner office, it's easier to talk about than a large salary increase. Workers should talk about their salaries more. But
0: Yes, it's illegal for your boss to tell you not to talk about your salary. It's illegal. It is illegal. When I say it's illegal, it's illegal for your boss to tell you, you shouldn't talk about your salary because somehow it will make somebody else jealous versus just saying why don't you just ask him for more money? Yeah, I'm making this, why don't you, why don't you just ask him for more money? Well, let's continue.
1: But there is still a taboo about it, which company management is more than happy to keep in place. So for now, people get to brag about their new office more than their big bonus.
0: See what I mean? See what I mean by the hair plugs? This is where he just hit small hair plugs. But let's go.
1: The third reason is that while people say they would prefer extra money, it quickly becomes their new normal and the higher income level becomes their new expectation. Do you remember what your salary was 10 years ago?
0: Yes. I, I remember. But let's go.
1: Probably not. But you would probably remember where you worked. The fourth reason is that people just like recognition and even small incentives like their face on the wall for employee of the month goes a long way most of these non-cash awards need some kind of physical presence to work and working from home quickly makes a role far more transactional and easily comparable with another role where the worker will sit behind the same desk and work the same hours just for different money
0: so in other words yeah we need to feed that motherfucking envy feed that motherfucking envy
1: all right, this is almost over. Additionally, since most of these perks go to senior managers in a business, they are more likely to want to return to work themselves and make the same decisions for everyone else. According to a study of 10,000 workers in the summer- This is actually key. Let's read the actual study. Um The feature forum developed by,
0: by workplace messaging platform Slack surveyed more than 10,000 workers globally in the summer of 2021 and found executive employee disconnect, With regards to returning to work, three-quarters of all executives reported that they want to work from the office three to five days a week, because nobody in their homes loved them, um, compared to about one-third of employees. Among them, executives who have primarily worked completely remotely through the pandemic, 44% said they wanted to come back to the office every day.
1: Just 17% 17 of employees stayed the same summer of 2021, of executives who primarily worked completely remotely throughout the pandemic, 44% said they wanted to come back into the office every day. Just 70% of their employees said the same. It's nicer to go back to a comfortable office that you oversee than it is to go back to a shared desk that gets micromanaged. Mm-hmm. Managers are also just people, exactly. and they are more reactive to negative news than positive news a manager is more likely to remember that one employee that played video games at home all day when they should have been working than they are to remember the hours saved by cutting out commutes for their entire team leading to so yeah exactly man this
0: motherfucking lazy ass motherfucker over there he playing video games all day is, is the work being done he's still playing videos all day how dare he be happy during a time
1: frame of when he's supposed to be working fuck that guy to small incremental improvements. When surveyed, most managers believed that working from home had a negative impact on their team's output. Even, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, what? What? It's going to be negative? It's going to be negative? Let's go. Though the data suggested exactly the opposite, the use of employee monitoring software has increased by sixty-six percent in the fall of 2021. And even as workers return to the office, managers have remained, on average, more suspicious of their subordinates. And it goes back to the first reason I gave,
0: they just don't trust their employees. They don't. And they're scared to admit it because if they admit that they don't trust their employees, then they may have to find new employees
1: and then they're fucked. But anyway, let's go. Collecting employee information and getting rid of underperforming staff is one of the reasons that companies have become obsessed with data, but it's not the most profitable reason. To find out what is, go and watch my video on how they have turned your information into a trillion dollar bank account and how they are- All right, so,
0: yeah, this, this is actually a pretty good video. Um, yeah, I, it's just sad, man. A lot of this can be resolved quite easily by accommodating people to work for your job. Make it easier for them to work. And it's a choice that people will choose to do. I know personally, oh no, I'm an advocate for, you know, four, um, four day a week jobs with um same amount of pay. But no, 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 no. Um, anyway, like, share, and subscribe. And we're going to cut this video segment here. Remember, trying to hit a thousand subscribers by October 1st. We're going to make it and do it. All right. Peace.
1: If I gave myself the power